it works. <laughs> uh, that's funny, but it changes on, after y'all hit enter. On, so. Come on, Greg. <laughs> <sighs> All right, one take. <laughs> All right. What's up, and welcome to the third episode of Why Are You a Gamer? I'm your host, Jamar, and this show is my chance to get to know the gaming community one-on-one. Each and every Monday, a new episode goes live as I try to discover why we play video games. You can, of course, find this show on your podcast platform of choice. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, please give me a five-star rating and let me know how I'm doing in the comments. So for this episode, my guest is yet another person I've known for quite some time. I think I might have a type. <laughs> but anyways, we started out as co-workers, and over the years, we blossomed to become great friends. He is the self self-acclaimed or self-appointed voice of the media junkie, although he's really more of the dad. <laughs> he is the host of Gimmick Minute Podcast and the friend that is most likely to send me that late night text asking if you're up to get online. What's up, Jason? <laughs> What's up, Jamar? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how that should happen, but I totally am the dad of our group, and that's it's 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 fucking hilarious that you brought that up. <laughs> well, I mean, probably because we're mostly all children, so yeah. <laughs> that might be the why. So sometimes, sometimes, like I even wonder if, like, sometimes I wonder if sometimes you guys purposely drag on arguments just for me <laughs> to just come in and be like, okay, 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 let's. <laughs> like enough let's, already let's kind of let's go to our corners here let's calm this down a little bit <laughs> you go to your room you go to your room <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well jason you've you you listened to the previous two podcasts and um i think at this point you probably get an idea of like how the show goes so before we get into the gaming related things i obviously know who you are like i said we've worked together we've played together we've been friends for a long time um but for the people who are listening, may not know who you are. So just a really quick, short explanation. Who are you? Man, that's a, that's a loaded question. I'm a lot of things. <laughs> not so, philosophically, uh, though, but just okay, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a husband um, to, uh, to two little girls. I'm a dad. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Cleveland Browns fan. That's something that's defined my life. And also a huge pro wrestling fan, hence why I'm the host of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. And then outside of that, man, I, I work uh, I work a retail job like you. I'm an assistant manager for AT and T, uh, and I'm uh, you know I I've actually been trying to go back to school to get my degree. So I guess I'm a student. That's another thing that I am. <laughs> and uh, yeah, outside of that, that that's really about it. And I'm a gamer, right? That's why I'm on this podcast. That is exactly it. I'm gonna give you a standing ovation, although I'm gonna stay seated and not clap. But that was like I know I threw a curveball for a, for a lot of the like the other two for Wes and Mike, but they didn't really know exactly how to answer that question. <laughs> partly because I surprised them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was well thought out. I just wanted to get to know who you are and you know what you do. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Now let's talk about you as a gamer. So the first question I always like to start off with because I feel like it's the most important because of fanboy, you know, ism. But what's your platform of choice? Now I have opened <laughs> this question up a little bit because it's kind of an easy question right now. But um, you know, you might be a fan of other platforms, but you can pick something uh, of old too as well, or just like go now. So it's up to you, man. So I, I'm kind of a loyalist when it comes to just about anything in my life, and. Uh, uh, when I was younger, you know, my, my dad got me a Nintendo for Christmas one year, old Santa, right? But I think my dad really, I actually bought it for himself just to, but I was just the excuse to get it. But, you know, I, I had a, I had a Nintendo and that led into the Super Nintendo. I was a really big fan of the Super Nintendo, but then I, I went over to a friend's house one time and got the first glimpse at a PlayStation and then I was hooked from that. So, you know, ever since then, I have been PlayStation all the way. I've had the one, two, three, and now the four, and that is my current platform of choice. So I'm I'm a big PlayStation Four guy. It's really all I play on. I mean, we have a Nintendo Switch in the house, and I'll pick that up every now and again. Like I was before we got on here, I was kind of dicking around playing some of the Super Nintendo games that are that are part of the uh, mm. the free games they give you if you're you subscribe. But uh, yeah, I, I PlayStation all the way. Never, I've never, I have never owned a single xbox console my man diehard playstation <laughs> fan i love it 
That's right. I just have to poke a little bit. So you said your dad bought, you know, a Super Nintendo for you in air quotes, but he played it. Is that the same thing you did with the Switch? Is that for you or is that for the kids? (laughs) Well, actually, and, and this is how old I am since I'm the dad of the group. It was actually a regular Nintendo. It was the, oh, the yeah, original true. Nintendo back in the day. Yeah, that's that's what he bought. And the reason why I say that he bought it for himself is because soon after we had that Nintendo in the house, he and my uncle somehow got into this battle over who could beat. It was the uh, the Legend of Zelda 2. Um, was it the link to the past or whatever? They they were in a, a battle over who could beat that game the fastest. Holy and crap! I couldn't even get I couldn't even get any time on the Nintendo because he was too busy <laughs> trying to get get to the end of this game before my uncle did. And then he got really mad at my uncle because uh, he my uncle went to Borders Books and got a strategy guide to help him beat it. <laughs> so he beat it before my dad. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. No, uh, to, fun, to answer man. to answer your question. And honestly, no, I, 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 we did get it for the kids. It was more not necessarily for me to play, even though I, I have picked it up a few times and played it without them. But really, it was just something more for us to do, like for family games. Like we got Mario Kart with it. We have Mario Party 8. It was just kind of like a way. One, I wanted to kind of introduce my kids to video games. And I figured Nintendo, that's the platform that I learned on. So I think it's a platform that they should learn on. And they had an interest. So it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? Why don't we do this for them? It, you know, we needed a Christmas gift for the two of them. And, you know, my kids are kind of polar opposites, honestly, both both girls. But and they're only a, like two and a half years apart. Yeah, really close in age. They are, but they are completely two different people. So I was hoping maybe, you know, having something like a, a switch would give them some common ground, something they could play together, maybe to it didn't work. But maybe to like kind of bridge <laughs> bridge that gap with them a little bit, uh, but yeah, that, that's really the the motive behind it. It wasn't really more for me to play it because honestly, like I said, I, I barely touched the thing. But yeah. you know, I I really wanted I them just, to have something, and then plus I I didn't want them on my PlayStation all the time either. That's fair. That's fair. I I just wanted to you know like father like son moment, but not okay. Um, <laughs> Side note, then we can get we can get going with the rest of this. But have you never heard of Knack and Knack Two? Those are amazing family games for the and PlayStation Four. No, it's it's a joke. They're 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 bad games. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, so we know like you're loyalist to PlayStation, which is you know great. Myself, I'm I'm pretty about the same. I'm about the same. Um, I've purchased other ones just because I have a problem. But let's talk about like specific type of games that you like to play. When you load up your PlayStation 4, there's got to be games that you are more prone to want to play. And this is like where I like to just check and see, like, what's your genre of choice? Oh, man, that's a loaded question, too. So sports games are kind of what brought me to the table with video games because, uh, you know, I I was always a huge football fan growing up. So being able to like being able to play the game and that that always appealed to me like oh man i i can i can throw a touchdown pass with bernie kozar or i could you know run with walter payton playing tecmo bowl and then it you know kind of evolved from there and i i just uh, that that kind of attracted me because i was such a big sports fan and then that kind of led into you know that when i um i'd say honestly though if i had to pick a favorite like if i really wanted to sit down and play a game I love like a good action adventure game that has like a storyline. Like Tomb Raider was the first one I got hooked on. My my buddy Mike, he uh, he kind of introduced me. He was the one who introduced me to the PlayStation to begin with and you know, we would sit down for hours and play the Tomb Raider games and it would be just just us like taking turns like I'd play till I died and then give him the control then he would play till he died and pass back and forth and you know we we would go to uh we would go to blockbuster and like kind of like sneak peeks at the strategy guide to find (laughs) out how to get past spots that we were like stuck on and stuff like that because we didn't have the money to buy it you know so it was kind of cool like but those action adventure games man like uncharted um you know last of us and you know uh god of war any of those games that have storylines like story driven assassin's creed are are games i love so if i have a chance if i'm going to sit down and nobody's on playing a multiplayer game like call of duty or something like that 
I'm going to sit down and play that. Like even with like Grand Theft Auto, I get that game for the, I feel like, you know, somebody who buys Playboy for the articles, I, bu- I buy Grand Theft Auto for the storyline. Like I, <laughs> I like playing the storyline. Now the online was a huge bonus and we had a ton of fun with it, but I got that game to play through the storyline. Right. And uh, not right. just to drive around and kill people. So if, for me, like I, I love, I get addicted, like I get addicted to stories and I immerse myself in the stories and I love playing them out. So I love to just pick up a good game with a good story, like a good action, like fun game that tells a great story and play it start to finish. All right. So you're going with like a, I feel your vibe. So you're like that third person, right. like action adventure, like, pers- you know, I got you. I got you. anything Which with is a like, puzzle. Resident Evil's. Right. I, oh my God. Oh, dude, Resident Evil. Game. My probably if, if I had to pick my favorite series of games, it'd probably be the, re- the, the original Resident Evil games are, are just amazing to me i could play through like i just replayed resident evil 2 because that was one of my favorite games <laughs> growing up and i just absolutely loved it so where's the hype at for resident evil 3 remake you, you know i am i'm i'm really hyped for it and here's why i only played through resident like i i've probably beaten resident evil 2 probably upwards to like 50 to 100 times just because i learned it so well i could get through it plus there was two discs so you had to beat the game twice anyway to like get the whole story right but the uh resident evil 3 i only beat that game one time and i'll be 100 percent honest with you i kind of got stuck for a little while and then accidentally found where i needed to go like found my way through it and then somehow ended up beating the game. And I don't remember or know how I got to the end of the game. So it was like one of those things for me. It was, it's almost kind of like unfinished business. Like I really am curious to go back and play that game because I, I don't really remember a whole lot of it. And I only beat it the one time. So I was actually super hyped when I saw that they were going to remake that one as well. I'm I'm with you on that because Resident Evil Three was like a game. Well, actually, most of the Resident Evils, I'm not gonna lie, were like a game where I would play and I would start. So, like you know, rent it for the weekend. I'm like, yeah, this is cool, and then yeah. get like stuck and not be able to beat it. So, like, I'm pretty <laughs> excited to have like Resident Evil Two. Like, I haven't like actually sat down and played it a lot, but I'm excited to actually go through that because this game to me is going to be completely new. And then Resident yeah. Evil 3 is going to be the same way. This is like new games for me just because, you know, I was a dumb kid. So I, I couldn't play a lot of games. <laughs> that were so, um, I, I think I think what I like most about them, too, is they incorporate puzzles in there very well. And they, they make it so you have to figure it out yourself. They don't tell you what to do. Like, that's one thing I hate about certain games now is that. I don't know if you can hear my dog crying in the background, but uh, <laughs> I don't um that's one th- thing I hate about certain games now is they almost like lead you through puzzles. It's not really a puzzle when you're giving me how to answer it. Yeah. Like, give me that time. And, and I appreciate that about Uncharted too, because Uncharted really did a good job of that as well. Like where it basically just, you know, let you try to figure out the puzzle, hit, figure out how to solve it yourself. And it gets frustrating at times. And yeah, you want to like look it up online and figure out how to do it. Cause you get impatient and whatever, but I like that opportunity to try to figure it out on my own, right? Like I, I, I would rather sit there and fail at it a bunch of times and get frustrated with it than be shown what to do because I feel like I'm not using my brain at that point. Right, and I, I do feel like that's you feel accomplished afterwards. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's funny though because yeah, you you'll have the game where you're trying to solve this puzzle and then like I don't know, like a, a random character will be like. Hey, maybe if you move this brick over here, and you're like, "No, shut up!" Like, don't tell right. me. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate that. That's what I love about the Resident Evil game. Super so. I even heard. I even heard that they possibly remake Code Veronica as well. And I, I really liked Code Veronica. I thought that was one of the better Resident Evil games. It kind of, it kind of went unnoticed because it originally came out on the Dreamcast, and not a lot of people played it at first. And uh, I had a Dreamcast. I was one of those those few people that that adopted that system. And very few. Yeah. I I played through the shit of it. I played through the shit out of that game and I absolutely loved it. So I, I'm I'm stoked for that too. So any of the Resident Evil remakes, that's that's like my that's my sweet spot. I'm I'm good with it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you are going to be playing like games, obviously. 50 times to 100 times beating resident <laughs> evil 2 over your lifetime i wonder now like since you're you know an adult you're married you got two kids yeah. like how often do you get to play like games on a weekly basis now is that 
I'm sure that has somehow <laughs> impacted your your gaming habits, right? It, it does. It impacts my sleep probably more than anything. Um, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm the type of person I don't require a ton of sleep, so I like to have that time to kind of like relax and and have a little bit of quiet time to myself. My wife goes to bed relatively early, and on a school night, my kids are usually in bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock. So like once my wife and I watch a TV show or two, then she'll go to bed. And that's kind of like my gaming time. Right uh, now, that's going to be impacted a little bit when I'm when I'm back taking classes in the in next quarter. So I'm going to have less time for that. But that's, I guess, just more of a sacrifice I'm going to have to make. Absolutely. But yeah, it, it gets tough at times. Like right now, I don't have much going on. So I, I'm able to play at least like four to five nights per week. Um, but, you know, if I'm if I'm in school as well as my job and the family and all that uh generally it'll probably be probably like two to three nights a week and really like for me it's for me it's big because what i what i like like i i don't like i don't like things that i like to do to affect my family that much so when it comes to like when they're home when my kids are home like that's my time to spend with them or my wife's home or she's she's awake that's my time to try and spend with her i try not to let a lot of my game playing or anything like impact that so i'm i'm not if i if my kids are home and i'm hanging out with them i'm not leaving them to do their own thing to come play a video game this is not this is not who i am like i'm not addicted to it that bad that i have to like be like no i'm not you know ignoring that like yeah, like I do. I can. There's, the, a new, I, there's new DLC, daughter. Get away right, from me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I can't stand like playing an online game and hearing somebody's like kids in the background trying to talk and like the dad's just like like completely ignoring <laughs> them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get it. I'll get. It. Or you hear like a baby like crying in the background and like no, dude, like spend that time with your kid. Like seriously, like you don't need to be playing this game right now. Put the controller down. Go change a diaper and like hang out with your child. Like my gosh, you can play when they're asleep like so yeah that, well, hey, just, i mean uh, that's what the nintendo switch is for you put your baby in a bajorn <laughs> and you got your switch right there man you don't have to stop <laughs> i'm totally gonna do that when I, have a kid. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know you are. <laughs> so i i mean you mentioned like being in school and honestly like obviously i know you and we play a lot together and i have noticed like you be more and more online and playing you know we've we've been playing call of duty quite a bit yeah. um but like normally i'm assuming since you had to you know to have to take a break when you're in school and whatnot and family and everything you probably build up a little bit of a backlog with your games i'm assuming <laughs> yeah. but like is is there like any games in your backlog right now that you've maybe come out this year or maybe last year that you haven't gotten around to Dude, the worst thing I did was buy a four terabyte hard drive to plug into my PlayStation because now <laughs> I, I have everything. And what I did was, so first of all, anytime PlayStation puts a free game on, I download it. Whether I want to play it or not, I download it. And then secondly, anytime they have those deals, I'll just like scroll through and see what's on sale. And I'll be like, oh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Haven't played that yet. It's only nine bucks. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm going to buy that. And then I'll scroll through a little bit more and be like, Oh, the Uncharted collection? That's only like $6 right now? I don't want to replay those. Let's get that. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Haven't played that shit yet. Really want to play it? Let me grab that. And I have not had time to play freaking any of them. So, because like a, a lot of like, you know, Red Dead Redemption came out and I played through that. And that's around the time I downloaded a few of them. And then Resident Evil came out and there's a couple of them that came out then. And then Tomb Raider, I just downloaded and I really want to play that. but call of duty came out and we've been playing the shit out of that so i've started it and for me like i know myself and, and this is a problem this is why like some of these games end up in my backlog i know myself and i know that if i start playing that game i am not gonna put it down for at least an hour or two i can't just like jump on that for 15 minutes and start a storyline of something and then it, like okay i'm done and then walk away from it so if i'm not starting playing a game until 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night then if i start one of those games i know for a fact i'm up till two or three in the morning so That's my intention right. is always to go to bed like around 1 1 2 o'clock at the <laughs> latest and i know if i start one of those games it's not going to happen but apparently if i get on call of duty with you that's just <laughs> not going to happen either so i guess you know 
uh, I'm <laughs> damned if I do, damned if I don't. But regardless, <laughs> like that, like I put it off because I know I'm like shit. If I start this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be immersed in it for a while, and I'm not, I'm not coming out. <laughs> you, you mentioned like, um, you have that four terabyte hard external hard drive, and that was like the worst thing you could have done. Yeah, I'm almost wondering because I'm I'm digital as well. Like I'm pretty much 100% digital for my games. I wonder if that's like a bad thing for backlog because you don't look over to that shelf. Like Mike mentions, you know, he likes to buy disc space or disc space still, and um, he looks at his shelf and he sees those games. But when you're buying those games for sale, like you don't feel guilty because they're not staring you in your face. Like why haven't you played this? You just you just like well. They're there if I ever get around to it. I wonder if that's what really makes it worse. Is being no, digitally. you know, I kind of disagree with that because I, I, I'm really weirdly organized and I group everything together. So I have folders in my PlayStation. Like I have a folder for all my games. So yeah, when I open up that game folder, they're all staring me <laughs> in the face. And, and I and I categorize them by shit that I don't play anymore and stuff that I want to play. Like so, the stuff I'm playing now is one, two, and three, right? So yeah. like Madden, Call of Duty, and um, what was that? Resident Evil, because I think I just finished that or something. Whatever, whatever I'm playing now are usually one, two, and three. But then going beyond that, I just have this whole list of stuff that's like staring at me every time I open that folder that I see each time I go to a game. Like it's right there to the right. So no, I I still see it. <laughs> it's still it's still there to to kind of like nudge me. Like hey hey. You, you, you've only played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You need to play a little bit more of that. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> there, there's something that, like, with that, because I do have mine organized. And that folder just keeps getting further and further and further back on, like, across <laughs> me. But um, I, I would love for them to do something like they do on the Switch, where it'll actually show you, like, the amount of time you've played these games. So, like, it'll show, like, you haven't played this game for like five weeks or something yeah, like that yeah. or less than two hours or less than an hour yeah. is how long you've played these games, which is kind of like a good, like, Hey, you just, you spent $40 on this game. You should probably play it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you feel like a real shitty person for just leaving the game hanging. <laughs> right. Well, this, this one's actually always kind of like a favorite question because I feel like I discover something more out of it, but um, what's a game that you're like ashamed that you just love? Man, I don't know. I was trying to like think I because I remember hearing you ask that question to Wes and Mike, and I I, I started thinking about it then. And even even now, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, I, I mean, I had a Leisure Suit Larry game for my PC. Like that was <laughs> kind of that that one was kind of a, a guilty pleasure, I guess. But um, I, man, I, Matt, yeah, maybe Matt. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, I get it. Like, I get it, <sighs> man. <laughs> just because. It, it is kind of the same thing every year. Like, that's the one I probably feel like the most like ashamed to buy, especially on launch day. First, first, I feel ashamed to buy it on launch day for, for a couple of reasons. One, because it's really not that much different than the year before. It's just mostly an updated roster and I'm going to play with the Browns and yada, yada, yada. Secondly, right. usually if I would just wait until Black <laughs> Friday or maybe like a couple of months, it normally goes on sale like directly after. And I keep telling myself every year I'm not going to buy it at launch day. And then I fucking do anyway. And then I feel bad about it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you could go with that. That's 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 yeah, definitely fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah. I don't I, I mean, I generally play things that I so it's like I, I don't really have anything that I like. I'm kind of I guess I'm kind of a basic bitch when it comes to gaming. Like I I, there, I haven't like really ventured too far outside of the my comfort zone. Like I really do not like RPGs. Like the closest thing I'll play to an art like a turn based RPG, I should say. I'm not a fan okay. of turn based RPGs. I'm more of a fan of like you know Fallout or an RPG like that. I I like, but. You know, I, I tend to stay to what I like, and I, I I don't really. If I've tried something that I'm not a fan of, then I I normally don't don't go back to it. <laughs> so you just you you only play good games. There's no reason That's to be true. ashamed of that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, is there on the flip side? Is there anything that you have played that you wish that more people would play? You know, I, a lot of a couple of games that I really like. And um, I, I, I kind of, I, I was a manager for GameStop for a while. And, uh, you know, it, it gave me the, 
the opportunity to check out games and and play games I'd never played before because I didn't have to actually buy them. I could just take them home for a couple of days, almost like a free rental. And um, the Fatal Frame games were games that I thought were low key, like really good games because they were scary as fuck. But not a lot of people really know about them or have played them. So like Fatal Frame 2 specifically, I mean, I probably jumped out of my seat more times playing that game than I have just about anything else. So, I mean, I I think the Fatal Frame games are some games are really good that kind of go unnoticed by some people that maybe a lot of people haven't played. That's that's a good one. Um, I myself never played Fatal Frame. I always remember seeing it like, you know, for rent, but I don't know. I was like, yeah, uh, I mean. You know, you're, scaredy you're, kids. I never really. <laughs> yeah, you're like two. Me. You're like two Japanese kids walking around on a camera. Oh yeah, that sounds definitely yeah, terrifying. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> like, and and they just things pop out at you and like walk across like the like it's it's just creepy. Like if they did a Fatal Frame with like a VR, dude, that would be the fucking scariest game anybody has ever played ever. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> although you know what i say that and i actually that was probably one of my favorite gaming memories of like last year because resident evil 7 came out last year right right or was that the year oh, before two, i don't know two years ago two, yeah i think it's geez, two years ago i know time man. is so fast but um playing that in vr was some of the most terrifying moments but it was also really really thrilling yeah like that's heart racing my, it was fun that's <laughs> on my backlog list as soon as i get a VR. <laughs> um, well, I think you may have answered this a few times now just because, I mean, I don't know if it's a specific game that you want to go with, but what's something that you play like multiple times that you just keep going back, keep going back? So it could be the same game. It could be the same franchise. Um, like just yeah, however you want to answer that, man. Uh, I would say, you know, a game's good if I replay it twice because I have very little time to 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 play a lot of games. So like a uncharted for instance that's a good game because i played that multiple times uh the first god of war is one that i played multiple times i don't think there's any game that i probably played more outside of like the early nintendo games like super mario world uh stuff like that like i i mean i played the shit out of those games but i'd say honestly man the, the one i've replayed the most and probably one of my all-time favorite games ever is the original donkey kong country for super nintendo Oh, I oh, played shit. the absolute shit out of that game. My cousin and I would like beat it in one day because we would just like sit down and play it. We knew what to do, how to do it. Like I played as Donkey Kong. He played as Diddy Kong and we would just like roll through the game. Uh, I'd sit down and play it myself. Like it, it just that game. I took my Super Nintendo with me almost everywhere. My parents were divorced. So, you know, I'd take it to my dad's house. and I spent a lot of time with my cousins while I was over there. And, you know, I would take it with me to like my mom's like family events and stuff like that and hook it up. And I had cousins there and we would always play play games. And Donkey Kong Country is one that we always went back to. We always played that game was so fun. So. Okay like so visually appealing too and i think that's the yeah. thing that like stood out like when with the super nintendo is that game looks so smooth and it still holds up like graphically it, it holds up today with anything that's out there so it, you know and i just have to throw in like you know we we do a, another side podcast jason and i um and one of the things before i wanted to do was a topic on best video game music because as much as i love yeah. super mario world i think uh donkey kong country has hands down the best soundtrack yeah those oh my god the levels and like it's just so good and i think that helped that it was like a little bit later into the life of the super nintendo because they just destroyed that game like it was it was so awesome yeah that was great really good one and and playing back too i mean there's so many like different little secrets and hidden things that you a lot of times like there's probably still a few hidden things in that game that i never found as many times as i played it and and that's a testament to how good that game was as well so yeah donkey kong country man (laughs) can't can't get any better (laughs) well this one's not on here and i i like to always ask this just because it's kind of just pulls that nostalgia and i feel like we're getting a little bit of nostalgia out of this episode but like outside of your dad bringing home you know the nintendo the nes man (laughs) um what would be like like an early like your earliest childhood memory of gaming would you say that that is it or did you have something before then or like you know uh we had an atari in the house like a atari 3600 so i I played like pac-man 
and um, like a couple things there. But yeah, I, I, I'd say like Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, that, that combo that came with the original Nintendo was was definitely my my first like real introduction to gaming and you know i didn't have a ton of games for the nintendo i'm trying to think back like i had uh i had you know mario brothers duck hunt i think we had california games do you remember california games no dude, dude. <laughs> i wasn't born when the nes holy came shit. up <laughs> holy shit okay so dude it, it, on any of your emulators raspberry pi go find california games there was like a um, you, you you competed in like a series of different games, right? There was like a hacky set game, so you had like Whoa. this dude. Whoa, wait a minute! I'm pretty yeah. sure I remember. I remember hacky sack. I do remember okay. hacky sack. So I like, you, played this. You had this dude in like a black tank top, and he stood there in the middle of the thing, and then he had to like you had to like kick it up, then you could like jump up and hit it with your head, and the buttons you had to hit to get as many points as you could. There was a BMX one where you had, or a skateboarding one where you had to do like tricks, like ollies and like different, uh, different tricks and stuff like that on a half pike. And then uh, there was like a, there was a BMX one too, where you had to like ride on a dirt track and there was like a couple of obstacles you had to avoid. And um, I, I'm trying to think there was an archery one. There was, no, it was a Frisbee. You had to throw a Frisbee a certain length. So there was yeah, like, dude. A, yeah, like California games. It was a game I had on. I played the shit out of that game. Um, I'm trying to think what else I had on that. Uh, I had a wrestling game. I know because uh, you know I was even a wrestling fan back then. Because you know I, I was a big Hulk Hogan mark as a kid. I mean, who uh, wasn't? You know, right? I know. Yeah. What you gonna <laughs> do, brother? <laughs> so, uh, man, I'm trying to think back to some of the games I had. But yeah, those are my first memories of playing games on the NES with Mario Brothers for sure. Uh, California games are sticks out. And that Legend of Zelda game that I mentioned before, I, I when when my dad was finally done with it, I played it as well, and I, I don't think I ever beat it or got close like he did, but like I, you know, I had it and I enjoyed it. So it was, uh, it, I, and actually, I've I've gone back and played it on the Switch because it was like that's <laughs> like I never played the original Zelda game. I think I maybe oh, played it for like, okay. yeah, I, I I maybe played it for like five minutes, but uh, it's but, hard, man. It's but the Legend of Zelda two game, like I I absolutely love it. That's like that's probably one of the earliest RPGs I ever played. But again, it's not turn based. It's it's action. Yeah, no, I played turn based was mostly like Japanese, uh, like games that we would get. Obviously, like Final Fantasy. Right. Yeah, Final Fantasy has never appealed to me. It was never a fan, which you know a lot of people think is is funny. I'd say another one that was kind of on the nostalgic train, and this is like my first introduction into. And I remember you. I I listened in uh, last week with you and Wes talking about uh, the demo discs on yeah. PlayStation and how like I, dude that took me right back. But uh, <laughs> playing Metal Gear Solid on the demo disc, yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, what is this? Like, I have to have it!" Like, and I I played. I loved Metal Gear Solid. Like, how how amazing was that game? First of all. Like when you fought Psycho Manus and you had to take your controller, controller and move it to the other slot. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's just brilliant. still to this day. There's no nothing I've ever experienced that was like that. When we were like, why can we not be right? This yeah, dude. why does he know what I'm doing? Oh, because it's so crazy. It's the controller. All you gotta do is just he, move it to slot two. He would read like your memory card, man. That's that was just some like genius yeah. That was that was stuff, I think dude. that was I think that was uh, Sons of Liberty when he read your memory because I yeah. remember in Sons of Liberty you come across him like oh I got this all I gotta do is just switch my controller and then he's like <laughs> no nah, that's just not gonna work this time I'm like what <laughs> what do I do <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome yeah. <laughs> so I mean outside of like well I feel like we we got a good idea of like what type of gamer you are um so like i like to to break this up instead of just rolling directly into it but like this is the name of the show it's why are you a gamer so okay. we get what kind of gamer you are we know who you are but like why do you play video games so really just tell me your story is there some reason that pulls you in to play video games you could simply say you're addicted because it's okay we <laughs> all are but no i mean just you know tell me your story well, addiction definitely runs rampant in my family, uh, both <laughs> oh, both my God. mom and dad's side. So I would say, like, I, I I'd rather be addicted to this than something like you know 
a hardcore worse. drug or alcohol or something like that. So That's yeah, fair. definitely. You know, I, I feel like there are worse things I could be addicted to. Okay. Very um, true. And, 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 and I, I full, I fully will tell you, yeah, it, it probably is an addiction. Um, I think, you know, console gaming doesn't really take advantage of that, but I feel like some of these mobile games really do. And that's like, I, I, I kind of like have a distaste in my mouth for some of those games. But that's a that's a subject for another time. But anyway, <laughs> I'm waiting for my first host or my first guest to come on and say that mobile is their platform of choice. Oh, <laughs> I'll keep uh, waiting. I'll keep. Yeah, waiting. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, you never get that answer. <laughs> so I I would say honestly, for me, it's and and I've heard this answer from the other two, and it's kind of cliche, but it is an escape, right? Like I I grew up as a mostly a um, an only child in a single parent household, and I you know, didn't have, you know, at first, like when I was real little, you know, I really didn't play a ton of video games. Like I, you know, I had that, that regular Nintendo and, um, I really like, honestly, like I played with mostly like action figures and I played outside and I was, I was kind of more active cause I played sports and things like that. I would say the super Nintendo was the first one that I really like really dug into. And I really kind of became more in and then when i started like getting introduced to games like metal gear solid and getting introduced to that story see like I, i've always been a big movie guy and a big like tv show guy because i get immersed in the stories and i get addicted to that to that storyline like i want to know what's going to happen from week to week or month to month or from sequel to sequel like i i just get wrapped up in it i get like you know it, it's almost like a, a warm blanket that you're putting on right <laughs> like it's like you know, yeah. I got I got to know what's going to happen. I, I need to tune in next week. And that's kind of how video games started to become for me, too, because one, like with the sports games, it was and even wrestling games. I was like, man, I can play as my heroes. I can play as these people that I watch on TV. So instead of like using an action figure, like doing this, I can actually like be a part of it and be that person and, and, and do this stuff. Right. So I, I love the realism, like even with Madden to this day. With Madden, I will not start my franchise mode until the final preseason game has has uh, happened, and they cut they do the final cuts before the season starts because I want to start my roster as the same roster that starts the season, and I will you know from there on I make my own path because I sign my own guy, sign my own guys, and draft my own players and whatever. But that starting out roster is going to be the same roster that starts that starts week one on the field Sunday for the Bucks. and like it's so you know I I'm just so weird when it comes to stuff like that and uh, you know with wrestling like I try to like uh, you know the WWE games when I do the universe mode I try to mirror the universe mode starting out as close to what's going on currently in WWE TV as possible. And then, you know, I might make adjustments from there and the stories are going to go different directions and stuff like that. But I'm still going to kind of put in that level of realism because that to me is like what, you know, I guess what drives me and what kind of puts me in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I get you. And, and it's the same thing, like I said, with, with the storyline. Resident Evil, for the time I played a Resident Evil game and I was hooked. Metal Gear, I was hooked. And then I, I needed to play, like, Sons of Liberty was like kind of eh, but it was a continuation of the story for metal gear. So I needed to play it, you know? And like, even, even with like resident evil five and resident evil six, yeah, they were kind of blah games or whatever, but it was a continuation of the story. It was Chris Redfield. It was Jill Valentine. It was Claire. You know what I mean? Like it was Leon. I, I wanted to know where these characters were and what they were doing. And, and I wanted to make sure they survived to the next one. You know what I mean? Like it just kind <laughs> yeah. of immerses me into it. So that that's it for me. It's 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 an escape, just like anything else. Like movies are an escape, TV's an escape, video games are an escape. And it's not like I'm trying to escape real life or anything like that. It's just you know, for me, it sounds weird, but it's it's like a way to like shut my brain down, like wind down at the end of the day or the end of the night, or you know, when I'm when I'm stressed out or I'm having a bad day or something like that. It's something that can take me away from what I'm going through and put me into like somebody else for a little bit, and I can I can become that person and live vicariously through that person and then i can pick up my shit when i'm done and, and move. but go back to being jason exactly yeah so i yeah. can just i can just disappear in the gaming world for a couple hours i can be somebody else i can be a, a killer on call of duty going out and shooting terrorists and 
smashing people with my riot shield and blowing up with my C4. But then when I'm done, you know, I wake up the next day, I go back to work and I'm going to sell some cell phones and, you know, I'm going <laughs> to help some customers. I'm going to have people yell at me and cuss at right. me and I'm going to be like, Hey, you have a good day. Thank you for coming in, you know, but then I'm going to go home and I'm going to you know, spend time with my kids and, you know, be a dad for a little while. And then after that's done, I'm going to be a husband for a little while. Then when, that's hey. done. Then I'm gonna go back. Yeah, right. <laughs> then <laughs> when that's done, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it all over again. Yeah, down and just have that time to just disappear for a little while. But that's, I, I it's kind of a you know again a loaded question I guess and maybe a long-winded yeah. answer. But yeah, that's that's why I'm a gamer just because it, it gives me a chance to just to just disconnect and be somebody different and immerse myself in that storyline and and just have a little bit of fun for a little while. That's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. I mean, we obviously all can have the same answer as to why we're a gamer. I think that's really a unique way. Um, like game video game effects is all differently, you know, right? But at the end of the right. day, we kind of all play for the same reason. So I should probably just stop the show now, Jason, and never yeah. record another episode. Just drop the mic <laughs> no, on that, right? <laughs> we, you've answered the question, why are we a gamer? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, but for every person, it could be different. And like, like you said, it, it started off. It sounded like too, like video games are like action figures for you, but you can actually play them. And I right. never thought that way because yeah. I loved action figures as well. But yeah, video games were like action figures that you can control virtually. So yeah, and I, I always had I always had a really good imagination as a kid. And I, I mean, I kind of had to. When you're an only child, I feel like you kind of oh, have yeah. to have an imagination. If, definitely, it, imaginary it's funny. friends. Yeah, right. Well, and I never had. A, I never really had the friends but like i always came up with like for you know for action figures or for like the toys i had i always came up with like different scenarios or different like stories and different things like that and i i kind of do that i think that's why i like doing like these podcasts and stuff like that because it gives me a chance to kind of use that creativity and come up with like new ideas and different things like that and different different narratives and stuff and and it's kind of funny because i see it with my kids like my my one daughter has great imagination my youngest but my oldest daughter has zero imagination whatsoever. <laughs> She's such a like literal person. Like I said, they're polar opposites. But you know, and my little one is kind of more into gaming. Like she likes to play Fortnite and and stuff oh, like man. that. And she plays like she plays ro- like the shit out of like Roblox and stuff like that on her phone. Um, but uh, the older one, she'll pick up a game every now and again. She likes she likes to watch wrestling, so she'll play a wrestling game with me here and there. Yeah. But um, you know, for the most part, that's that's really about the 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 gist of what she will do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe one day she may get older and love games, and you're better to hate them. <laughs> and, and, you know, and and this is kind of off topic, but you know, it's funny. I, I heard you and Wes talking about like Wes talking about like how he wants to like pass on like gaming to his kids and like teach them how to play and things like that. I kind of had yeah. the same idea, and I was talking to my wife's cousin about this, and you know, he was talking about like teaching his son to play games like Mario and stuff like that. And one yeah. thing that both of us like kind of realized and agreed on is kids in our generation like kids in like younger generations like our kids do not have the patience to learn the hand like or to like kind of develop the hand-eye skill to play those games because you know i got that raspberry i have a raspberry Pi as well and you know i set up i have all the different nintendo super nintendo games on it and my kids trying to play mario just the original mario like yeah dude like die instantly (laughs) frustrated and they just want to quit and and i and honestly i think it's like mobile games are a lot to blame with that because you know with mobile games you have swipe left right up down and that's it and then you know if they die they're immediately right back doing the exact same thing you know and they pick up where they left off in most cases where you know with like mario you go all the way back to the oh it's brutal you know yeah yeah, it's it's, it's real brutal so like kids like kids these days do not have the patience I feel like an old man saying that kids these days, <laughs> no, like they don't have the patience though to, to learn that skill set, And it's really weird. It's, it's, a little, it's a little disheartening. Like they don't want to go back and play those old school games because it's almost like they're too simple in a way that it's, you almost overthink it. Like you feel like you have to do this and you know, that level of um, you know, the, like, the patience to keep trying to get better just isn't there with, with right. like my, my kids and like other people I've talked to, like their kids either. So hopefully Wes has better luck with that than, than <laughs> I did. 
So well, I told him he w- we would report back. We'd have him him and his kids on you know episode three hundred and sixty of why you're a gamer and see what what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll definitely give everyone an update for sure. <laughs> well, m- my last question here is just more of like um pie in the sky kind of question, but it could okay. be serious as well. But like, do you ever see yourself not playing video games? I know you're, you're pushing 60. So yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm that old. Uh, you know, my wife would love for me to answer this question as yes, <laughs> but I'll be honest with you. I don't just because I, it is that escape for me. And it is that kind of like my, uh, like that's my version of reading a book or my version of like, like I have really bad attention deficit disorder. And some people may claim that that's not really a real thing, but trust me, it is. And for me, I can't, I cannot sit down and read a book. Unless I am like ridiculously hopped up on Adderall, I cannot <laughs> like I I just and I'm not I'm not a hyper person like you know yeah, me, I'm, not, just, I'm not hyper whatsoever yeah. it's just, just like my brain just has the does not have the ability to focus on something for a long period of time unless I'm focusing on multiple things at a time right. so in a game when I'm playing a game I have to focus on multiple things at a time. So my like it, the gaming works perfectly for that because it's almost my superpower in a way because I have to my brain has yeah. to be in more than one place at a time and my brain loves that and there there are times too like if I'm playing like a, a sports game for instance especially one that I you know like you know the commentary after a while you just kind of tune that shit out right yeah so if I'm playing a sports game I'll have a TV show or a movie going on <laughs> on my iPad while I'm playing the game because my brain likes that, that, you know, I can stay focused. Yeah. I can stay focused on two different things at once. So for me, like that's my version of reading a book. Um, that's my version of, you know, uh, of reading the newspaper or magazine or something like that. Like that's, that's how I relax or stimulate my brain or, you know, how, whatever, however you want to put it. But, like, yeah. you know, for me, that that's what works. And I, I don't see myself. You know, there might come a time, though, like, I'll be honest, like, the older I get, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't want to learn. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, newer, newer technology, the games, like, get harder and more complex. I'm like, fuck, I got to teach myself how to do this. And I do. And I do. Yeah. But there may come a time when I'm, like, in my 60s or 70s where I'm legitimately 60s or 70s when I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I want to But unless that time yeah unless that time comes i i don't see myself ever ever putting down the well i'm with you in agreement on that so this is the end of the show we know who you are as a person kind of we know what type of gamer you are and we know why you are a gamer so i'm gonna end the show if you enjoyed this please check out media junkies flagship show fanboy fight club where me jason and a few other friends get together and we fight i mean fight to defend <laughs> our opinions sometimes to the death even uh is this, but, is this one is this gonna air before or after the the next episode? this will air before this will air before so me and oh. you're fighting each other <laughs> yeah tune in what what uh what rebooting a christmas movie right Yes, absolutely. So that'll be fun. So that airs every Tuesday or every other Tuesday uh, for new episodes of Fanboy Fight Club and classic episodes like air the Tuesday in between. So we have new episodes coming from you each time. If you haven't listened to the classics, that's a great show. Also, oh, and Jamar is the bitch. Jamar is also the bitch of the week. So you'll have to tune in to find out his topic. Like the rest and of also figure out what the bitch of the week is. It's just that I, you know, get picked on. That's all. So, <laughs> but if you um aren't really into guys fighting each other for their because of their de- opinions, you can also. This is such a stupid transition to it, but you can also <laughs> check out guys fighting each other just because they like fighting each other. Uh, and it's basically Jason's podcast about all things wrestling. It's the gimmick minute. I can't say a gimmick minute podcast. Um, it's an awesome show. You interview people. I, why am I doing this? You tell it. You're actually on the show. Go yeah. ahead and give us a spell. <laughs> All right. So this is a little show I put together. I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm kind of opinionated. And I, I kind of got sick of hearing like a lot of people like 
kind of reporting like rumors and different things like that and being very irresponsible with it. So I wanted to come up with a show that kind of didn't really deal with that as much. Like we're not, we're not reporting on rumors. We're not reporting on like, you know, facts and speculation. We're just more reporting on, we're more talking about like what's going on in wrestling and giving our opinions on it. So we're, we're looking at the current product, like what's going on on WWE, NXT, AEW, and just kind of like, giving a, a retrospect idea of it. Like I have myself on the show who has, has been a, a lifelong wrestling fan. Uh, one of my best friends, his name's Kevin. He, he has been as well. So he, he provides an interesting perspective and he knows way more about like the history of wrestling than I do. And uh, he, he comes up with a lot of different comparisons. And then we also have Mike, who's a part of media junkie as well that you'll find on, on fanboy fight club too. Mike is kind of a, a more casual fan. So he adds a more casual fan perspective so it, it just kind of gives you some ideas. And I, I do do interviews. I've been trying to um, line up some people that are that also do like other wrestling podcasts or like run websites or uh, social media groups and things like that just to kind of further the uh, further the wrestling community a little bit so they can kind of explain like why they chose to, to do what they do and uh, why they chose to kind of use social media or podcasting as their platform of choice to to share their opinions and you know what they're what they're doing and where where they feel like they're going in the future with it and and really why they're wrestling as well. So <laughs> sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, no. the idea might have been sparked a little bit subconsciously <laughs> by Jamar, but regardless, uh, when yeah, um, when do new episodes go live? Well, do you usually have a set schedule or. Yeah, we, we normally have a new episode every Sunday. We are taking a little bit of a high, uh, so you can go back and check out our archives. There's some really good stuff in there, some really funny episodes. So I definitely go ahead and recommend you go ahead and check it out. Um, but uh, we, we're going to take we've been taking a little bit of time off. We're coming back, though, probably to the mid to end Jan of January, right before the Royal Rumble. Uh, with, um, you know, I, I took on some extra responsibilities at my job and with all the other stuff like my you know family and all that stuff, I, I just didn't have the time to put together a weekly show to make it good. And, um, you know, we were having trouble getting everybody together to cord. So I was like, you know what, let's take a step back. Let's let's take a couple of weeks off and kind of regroup, regroup and, and come, come back. back strong. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we'll oh, be yeah. making our we'll be making our comeback shortly. So. But in the meantime, there is 27 episodes to catch up on to to learn about the show before we come back. So, well, don't wait. Definitely go in and search Media Junkie on your podcast platform of choice, and just subscribe to both shows. Obviously, listen to some of the back episodes of Gimmick Minute, and listen to our classic and new episodes of Fanboy Fight Club, and definitely, definitely, definitely share this show um, to all your friends. <clears throat> Jason, I would suggest you share this show to your friends. Okay, we'll do. I'm on the show, so. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but You're with that being friend. said, <laughs> with that being said, um, I I really uh, don't know how to end the show, so I'm really bad at that. Sorry, guys. But now you know why he's a gamer. There we go. I'll end it that way. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for having me.